0: Hello everybody and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. And I am Ben. we are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. And now that the season, the regular season, has wound down and concluded, we wanted to bring you our predictions for who will win the NFL Awards. So Ben, I'm going to... I think you finally came around.
1: I came around a couple of months ago.
0: Do we want to do we want to do the big one first? We want to. I mean, we all know who the MVP we, is going to be. We
1: know what the MVP. That's is. not even a
0: secret. That's not a secret to anybody who's watched a down of football this year. It's
1: Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, we can uh, we can agree on that. Hundred uh, percent. If you're a listener or you're seeing the post anywhere we put it up, it's it's Lamar Jackson. You want to you want to argue the point? Go ahead, post it on um, Facebook or Twitter or, or IG that you disagree. And have a comment for it, but realistically, it's Lamar Jackson. That's the end of the story.
0: I mean, the other players I looked at. I'm, we're not going to do this for every award, but I mean, I think the MVP mm-hmm. has to affect their team. Either has to break a record, right? Like if you're on a crappy team, but you're you break the all-time single-season rushing record, then you can be considered. Right. Besides that. I think it has to be somebody who just positively affects their team. like changes the entire way their team plays and everybody around them.
1: I think this award is probably the lone award that you would almost equal or rate higher the um, outcome of the team's success over the stats. Yes. At at the minimum, they're equal. Whereas the other awards, you
0: have a little more give. Yeah, more stat-based.
1: But this one, yeah, it's – Predominantly in the NFL, it is a successful team having a representative there.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody. I, I just don't know how anybody could even argue. Like it's, J- it's Lamar Jackson
1: with, with Jameis having thirty-three touchdowns and over five thousand yards. He would be in the conversation with one small little problem: the thirty interceptions.
0: Yeah, not to, don't even forget about the fumbles he had too.
1: Yeah, that's not even adding those. Yeah. So. That's why someone like that – but, again, if he didn't have – if he had 15 interceptions, we're talking about a playoff team, success. So now that's why I think the the successful team kind of just tips a little bit more in the favor than the stats on the, this award.
0: The only thing I can say about Lamar, and I also had – I had McCaffrey and Michael Thomas just – to respect the process and kind of do my due diligence, but, I mean, it was Lamar. Right. But Right. I mean, I had Russell Wilson on the list, and all I wrote for comments literally was not Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Russell Wilson, but it's Lamar, end of story. The only thing I could see with him, which doesn't take away from his MVP season, but he's going to have to look out for, he had, I believe, six fumbles last year in a shortened season. Right. He had nine fumbles this year. He only lost two of them. But if even half of those that he didn't lose go the other way, that changes some games. It does change. And that's a problem. Didn't happen. Not trying to bag on the kid. Just saying he might want to be a little bit more careful with the ball because he may not always get those friendly bounces. Right. That's true. Just just something I know that's going through stats and everything. But, you know, he he does he's the MVP. He deserves to be the MVP. So what's next?
1: Uh, offensive player of the year, sir.
0: Offensive player of the year. Who do you have?
1: I have one, Mr. Michael Thomas.
0: Michael Thomas, good pick. Yep,
1: I, I factored in a lot of players. Um, I think MVP and Offensive Player of the Year are you, typically two different players, so I didn't I didn't count Lamar in this category. But you know, I I factored in Russell. Uh, I even factored in Jameis, even though the thirty interceptions I feel. Still, that was it for
0: Jay. it was only the 30 interceptions. Right. That was it.
1: I still think you you have to factor that him in. Um I play, put in uh Derek Henry in the conversation CMC. Uh I even on the outer outer portions of my consideration even Aaron Jones because he had 1000 yards and 16 touchdowns yes. with 474 yards on almost 50 touch uh catches and three touchdowns receiving. But I, I went with Michael Thomas.
0: I went with the same guy I had in the halfway point, right. Christian McCaffrey. Like you said, they very rarely, I don't even remember the last time, the MVP was the offensive player of the year also. Because the MVP, let's face it, it's always so many on offense. Um, I, I didn't, it would have been Lamar if they choose, if, if both awards went to the same person regularly, mm-hmm. it would have been Lamar. Right. But I think it's gonna be Christian McCaffrey. I mean, almost fourteen hundred rushing yards, fifteen touchdowns, 116 receptions, and over a thousand receiving yards. Only the third player ever to rush and receive for a thousand yards in the same season.
1: Has he done it twice?
0: Or is this his first I don't time? think this is the first time he's done it. He came close, oh, oh, to, he came close he, last year.
1: He broke his single seat. he broke the single season record for receptions by a running back, yes. which he set last year.
0: Yes. Yes. He broke his own record. Congratulations. I mean, this kid is just, I mean, he's special. And he's on a team where he's really just about the only threat.
1: Uh, Yes. There's nobody else that realistically has an effect on that team unless we're going to see, you know, old school Cam Newton next year, which I don't think we're going to see. Um, yeah, I
0: don't think so either, and just finish it up on McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. They know where the ball's going. Right. And Carolina does have some talented young receivers. They do. But without anybody to really throw it to them, they're kind of rendered. McCaffrey, they know he's going to McCaffrey the same way they know what's going to those receivers. Right. McCaffrey makes the plays. Those receivers are hit or miss. They're still young. They'll be Okay. But just he just – he's unstoppable. If he was on a team with a competent quarterback who didn't turn the ball over, who could get the ball down the field without using just him, man. This Even kid. a
1: consistent quarterback. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I picked Thomas. I mean, the guy essentially has had – I mean, realistically, it's been two quarterbacks, but you have to throw in Taysom Hills because sometimes he'll throw the ball. He's realistically had three quarterbacks. He put up 1,700 yards. 149 catches. He has the single-season record now, albeit he only had nine touchdowns, so CMC almost almost doubles in touchdowns. But the effect he has on the game, sometimes he's doubled, sometimes he's triple-covered.
0: Very true, and I, I have nothing but respect for Michael Thomas, nothing, nothing negative to say about him. My only thing is he's on a team with Drew Brees, with Alvin Kamara, with, I mean, as funny as it is to say Latavius Murray had a really nice season. Yeah. He has a lot of other talent on offense. With McCaffrey, he's kind of just looking around like, anybody help me? Anybody? Not taking anything away from Thomas. He can only do what his job is, and that's to catch the ball. Right. But I, I for me, it's McCaffrey. But, I mean, you're really splitting hairs there. Right? You're going to start a franchise. You'd be lucky to have either one of those guys. Absolutely. Next.
1: We're going to go defensive player of the year.
0: Defensive player of the year. All right. You want to go first? I will go first. And for me... TJ Watt. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. I went through a lot of different players. Yep. I had uh I had I had picked I be- I had picked Jamie Collins at the halfway point. Yes. Uh everything Jamie Collins did at the halfway point is pretty much his finished line for the year, with the exception of some tackles. Hadn't really done a lot in the second half. I also had uh I did put Stephon Gilmore on there. Just overall numbers weren't there uh Watt. i mean almost sixty tackles fourteen and a half sacks, two interceptions, and ten passes defended Oh, for his position i mean he really he really does everything he possibly can and he really is helping bring the Steelers one of the guys bringing the Steelers' defense back into something that will be very very feared for the years to come oh yeah, how about you who'd you go with
1: so I didn't factor in t j watt um I looked at Shaquille Barrett with Tampa bay. I was looking at Stefan, like you were. Uh, I even looked at Tredavious White. I didn't land, and and I looked at uh, Chandler Jones because someone mentioned it on, I don't believe it's a radio station or or TV show I was watching, uh, with his 19 sacks, and he affected the game. But I didn't pick any one of them. I picked Logan Ryan.
0: Logan Ryan? Wow. Logan Ryan.
1: And you're going to say, why Logan
0: Ryan? I am intrigued. Why Logan Ryan?
1: With all these players that I could have picked, they had nice, nice stats. They did go on some runs where they didn't do anything. Logan Ryan, one hundred and thirteen tackles at corner. Wow. Okay. Four and a half sacks at corner. Seven tackles for a loss. Four interceptions. Eighteen pass deflections and four, 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 four force fumbles. Wow. All that on the Tennessee Titans, who are in the playoffs.
0: That's uh, that's pretty impressive. That's a stat one. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's affecting the game in every way, shape, there or form. Yeah. I didn't go into this process thinking I was going to pick Logan Ryan because my pick halfway was Mika Fitzpatrick, right, who had affected the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers tremendously when he got traded, but he hasn't done much since. No. Since we've had this discussion, he has.
0: Done about as much as Jamie Collins. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, a bunch
1: of tackles, and that's about it. And now his team's uh, not in the playoffs. Whereas Logan Ryan, you don't you don't put up those numbers if you're not consistently going going week in and week out.
0: Yeah. And mind you,
1: he's putting up these numbers where he lost his counterpart, Malcolm Butler, fourteen or fifteen week. Well, no, probably like thirteen or fourteen week is when they lost Malcolm Butler. I mean, they they don't. I mean, they have talent. They don't have that upper echelon talent. Logan Ryan put up a performance that that just encompasses every stat line and affects the game totally for a defensive minded head coach and a defensive minded team with a running game. And that's why I picked Logan Ryan. And I think I think we're gonna go into offensive rookie of the year. Which we're probably going to agree on.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, it's pretty easy. Yeah. It's Kyler Murray. Yep. I really, really wanted to try to find a way to give it to AJ Brown of the Titans. Right. I think if they had used him, if Marcus Mariota knew how to use him the way Ryan Tannehill does, I think you would have had a very, very compelling argument.
1: You, you would have, you would have had a conversation for him to get offensive player of the year. As yes.
0: Well. I think so.
1: Um and I would I would second that with two other players that had their team inserted them earlier or utilize them more, and that's Daniel Jones. If he played the entire season. Yes. Maybe we're having that conversation. And I know we're beating this a little bit to death, but Philadelphia had you use Miles Sanders oh, yeah. the way you should have from the beginning of the season again. You would have won the division probably two or three weeks earlier. You probably could have rested your receivers a little bit earlier. Your tight end wouldn't be your top tight end wouldn't be injured, and you probably have at minimum the offensive rookie of the year in Miles Sanders. But it's Kyler Murray.
0: We have a uh, you know mentioned that Josh Jacobs too, playing injured for a good part of the season. I mean,
1: a healthy Josh Jacobs. Yeah, healthy is Josh disturbing. Jacobs.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be one to watch for sure. But it, for me, it's Kyler. I mean, he he positively affected that offense, yep. that team. Looks like he's a real deal. Played great. Let him on some comebacks. Made some rookie mistakes. Yeah. But, I mean, he he really – he showed he's going to he, – if he keeps progressing, he's going to be a real threat.
1: And they'll get him more weapons. For sure. Um,
0: They're going to have to.
1: They they see the progress he made this year. They're going to get him more weapons in this next offseason. They have a I, – I don't have it in front of me. I believe it's a top at least a top-ten pick. There's a talent. There's a talent in there. There's a couple of rece- nice receivers coming out of Bama and Oklahoma, especially Oklahoma because Kyler played in Oklahoma. They got a nice receiver coming out that they could pick up, and now you have instant chemistry on top of the chemistry he's mm-hmm. built with Christian uh, Kirk. Now you're building the team, and plus, if they sign Kenyon Drake, which we'll see how much he costs.
0: Well, yeah, another good. They got another good kid there too.
1: Oh, um, I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. I want that. to say Edmonds is his Edmonds, name? Edmonds, yes. Yeah. Edmonds, who they only traded for Drake because they lost Edmonds. Yeah. And they'll probably deal away.
0: Probably they'd, they'd David, David Johnson. Johnson. Who... But
1: now, you, now you're now you now you're building a nice offense.
0: Very nice. Scary. With some good talent on defense, if you can get a few more pieces in there to play solidly. Right.
1: All um, right.
0: So, but uh, defensive rookie of the year.
1: I think we're going to differ on this one. I went and and he had a kind of a little bit of a late surge, but he had been. I mean, with these stat lines, you kind of have to be consistent. It's Devin White with the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Okay, linebacker. Ninety-one tackles, two and a half sacks, four and a half tackles for loss, one interception, three forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries, and two defensive touchdowns. Hmm. That's and that's with. I mean, if we're if we're going to be honest. This is probably the one position where I kind of dug – well, second position I dug into a little deeper than the other ones just to get the right pick. I considered Nick Bosa, Devin Bush, uh, Darnell Savage, Dre Greenlaw, and I uh, factored in Max Crosby with the uh, Raiders all had effective seasons for rookies and all were picked in different spots of the draft. You have some first-rounders and then you have some later-round picks – mixed in there and I just think Devin White for what he did again he affected the game across the board and that's the only one I see that affected it across the board with the exception of Nick Bosa but you have to take away a little bit from Nick because look at his line mates
0: well I mean if we're gonna do that then we have to take a little bit away from Michael Thomas also
1: yes which is which is
0: I mean, that's kind of it's like a double-edged I, sword I That's there. why like,
1: <laughs> when, I did, when I did this stuff, it's like, oh, well, I got to take it away the if you play with. But then, you know, my choice for this position, this award, is like, oh, well, now I have to factor it in there. So that's why I factored in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's only by slightly, I would say, that I picked um, Devin White over Nick Bosa because there's just a lot of factors, and that's how I picked.
0: But don't worry, Nick, because I picked you. I picked Nick Bosa. Defensive Rookie of the Year, 47 tackles, 9 sacks, 1 interception, 1 forced fumble, 2 fumble recoveries, 1 fumble touchdown. I mean, I don't care what the stats say, the Niners Mm -hmm. are the best defense in football. Yep. And now Lyon is the reason why. And he was a big part of that, fit right in even as a rookie. And I think once, give him another offseason to understand the schemes and the playbook even better and he's going to come back and be really, really dangerous. He's going to be better than his brother, I think. The and Joey Bowles is no slouch. Right.
1: And, and the only issue I had is is kind of it played in my mind as well. Um, I, I, I heard it on the last telecast of when they faced uh, Seattle. They were a rotational defensive line. They, they tried to get people in and out, keep them fresh. Across the board, this is not just Nick Bosa, across the board, with the exception of D. Ford, because he was the one who was out, their production for all their other players kind of went down because they didn't have D. Ford, who could continue the rotation. You're talking about Solomon Thomas, um, Nick Bosa, and I can't remember the other two off the top of my head, Um, but a bunch of first-round picks, uh, Eric Armstead as well, they just their production just came down a little bit because now they had to play a little bit more. So not to say not to say I don't have Devin White's play play chart in front of me on each game, but I gotta think they played Devin White probably as much as any other middle linebacker plays.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't think you're gonna go wrong with any one of those guys. True. But I mean I for my money I'd take uh I take Nick. Uh yeah, both my defensive awards went to uh, current stars' little brothers, <laughs> D.J. Watt and Nick Bellosa. Huh. Who do you? Uh, what's next? What do you got next?
1: We have head coach of the year.
0: Head coach okay. of the year. Who do you have?
1: I have Mike Vrabel. Yeah, I do too. Tennessee Titans. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we we discussed we've discussed this a couple of times. I think
0: even recently we discussed this even a little bit because like I think weeks, it was three, three weeks ago or so.
1: Right, because we were factoring in okay, what is. What does Pittsburgh do? Because it kind of hinges on right. what Pittsburgh did. That if if Tomlin was going to get it, and I, I get Tomlin had a good season, uh, minoring the all the stuff that was going on and the lack of quarterback play after Ben. I just think you had an opportunity, and you didn't you didn't finish it off. That hurts you, and Arians was in the conversation with Sean Payton, but I guess to your point, I think you brought it up when we discussed it last, there's just so much talent on New Orleans that is it really that hard for him to
0: Right. For really same reason win? I didn't I didn't I didn't consider Harbaugh. Because there's so much talent on that team. Right. It's like you know
1: the only the only thing you say about Harbaugh is that him and Greg Roman took a gamble on their careers. When ledge and said, this is our offense.
0: Yeah. That sure. would be the only thing to say. Sure. But
1: then as soon as it started working and working and working and working, it's like, eh, they're the number one seed, they're a buzzsaw. You're going to fall by the wayside a little bit. Whereas yeah. Mike Rabel took a – again, he took another. He took a gamble. He went with a failed project. Yes.
0: And over said, a former top pick.
1: You're going to be my quarterback. Yeah. And, over, fed, and fed the ball to that beast in the backfield.
0: Over what a lot of people thought was right? the face of the franchise – and Marcus Mariota and said, Nope, Tannehill is in. And right. by the way, we know how to use Derrick Henry now. Uh oh. <laughs> and and their
1: their first round pick, uh, Simmons, I believe didn't play the first few weeks. Now albeit he's a rookie. That's still an impact you you have impact rookies all up and down on defense. You know, he didn't play much at the beginning of the season. It was like week six, seven, or eight, somewhere in there where he finally came and started playing because of I think it was an injury. He had to play. He had to deal with so much, and he won his division for the most part. The most of the year, or not won his division. Uh, my apologies. Won the wild. Won a wild card spot. But for the most of the year, he's staring up at Houston. He's staring up at Indianapolis for a portion of the time. I think beginning of the season, they were looking up at Jacksonville, even though Jacksonville was in shambles. Mm-hmm. I think he just he just wins the award over Aaron's, who couldn't quite get Winston to stop throwing the ball to the other team.
0: Bruce Arians did some great things down in Tampa Bay. Right. But they're not in the playoffs. Same reason with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin deserves a, a boatload of credit for what he was able to do in Pittsburgh. But they're not in the playoffs. Right. Tennessee is. And it's because Mike Vrabel, those players believe in his system and the process he set up. I, I had Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. I had Mike Tomlin number two. I had Kyle Shanahan number three. Because I know... There's a talent argument again. Look how much talent they have. Okay. But last year, they didn't do what they're doing this year. He got some players back healthy, got some players due for agency, you know, drafted well, and made this team very formidable. But right. Number one team in the NFC, number one ranked team. Number one is up for a debate. But, I mean, he made them into a threat. But again, with all that talent. Could a lot of coaches do it? Maybe, I don't know. Not taking nothing away from him. But, yeah, Vrabel's Vrabel's the guy for that.
1: Uh, Comeback player of the year, sir? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G.
0: Jimmy G. They gave him the key to the city two years ago in the offseason. He comes out, tears his ACL. Dumb play. Comes back this year. And, I mean, he he struggled at times. But it's not the perfect award of the year. It's the comeback player of the year. And even though... He's like, what,
1: four years, five years into the league. He still has yet to be a full... I think he's... After this season, he will have completed a 16 yes. games. Sometimes Well, he in, already
0: has completed his full first full season. But.
1: Right, like somewhere like in the middle. Because there was a period of time where um, Baker had played... Had started more games than... Yes. then well, actually, technically he still does, but... That was a, kind of a running joke that, that Baker started more games than Jimmy.
0: Yeah, well, now Jimmy can laugh because he's had more playoff appearances than Baker. Correct. So.
1: Correct. Um, you know, I factored in Jimmy. I did. Because this, this would be the one award that I took the longest time on. Um, I factored in Jimmy. I factored in Jameis because his last year, he had like 25, 20, less than 2,500
0: yeah, he was split in time with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right, yeah. He had
1: 11, 11 games started and not ex, not 19 touchdowns, I think 14 interceptions. So obviously, he's still in line with his touchdown to interception ratio. Um, I also factored in um, Leonard Fournette because he had a down year, but I penalized him because I feel like it was his fault.
0: Yeah, he, that was on him. That wasn't injury. He yeah. came
1: in, at, well, he got injured, but he came in out of shape. So his out of shape being out of shape, factoring his lower production and getting injured yeah, and now he put in a full season. I don't remember seeing him really he didn't play last game because of flu, not because of injury, and you could probably debate well you ha- everyone plays a lot of people play with the flu there was nothing to play
0: for if you've ever had the flu really really bad, oh yeah, I don't care how much money you're making a year if you're out you're out. But you and, can't you can't yeah. do it if you can't do it.
1: And the game the game he plays, you you really can't. If he's like seventy percent at running back, he gets hit wrong. He's looking yeah. for, he's looking for a big contract, so I don't blame him for not playing. No, not at all. But if they're playing for a, a playoff game, like potential, maybe we see him. But
0: honestly, man, with with a, with a severe case of the flu,
1: yeah,
0: all the, like the muscle aches and soreness and just general just. Yeah. There's no way he's even strong enough to hold the ball out there. So yeah.
1: So, but that all—all all that said, it's still not my pick. Devontae Parker is my pick.
0: Devontae Parker.
1: Now you'll say, it's odd. He wasn't injured. You're right. He wasn't injured. He had a down season last year. When I say down, I mean down. He played 11 games. He had 309 yards on 24 catches and one touchdown.
0: The year before, he almost had that last week against New England.
1: Right. The year before, he had fifty seven, six hundred and seventy, and one touchdown in thirteen games. And the translation was that the default, you know between seventeen and eighteen was Jarvis Lander got traded in the uh, off season between those years. So maybe he needed. I don't know what happened last year. Maybe it was Adam Gase, as we know, he's a
0: yeah, a lot of things. There, there's good. a lot of words I like to use. None right of them are now. good, yeah.
1: Um And he started off slow this year, I think he's a little slow, but he came on strong and he earned his contract extension. He ended up with seventy two receptions, twelve hundred and two yards, and nine touchdowns. Mm. His numbers, I, I don't want to say they're comparable, but they're kind of comparable to the uh my pick for offensive uh, player of the year. He's only he's only five hundred yards short. Of of Michael Thomas now yeah he's, and
0: like a hundred catches he's like
1: seventy seventy catches short. I want to see what he can do next year to add on to this, but I think because he had he he popped on the scene his rookie and second year that he just fell off so much and last year was just you're talking about bottom of the barrel feeling like that eleven games clearly injuries were a factor. And the fact that Adam Gase was just running that team right into the ground, yeah, I think he I think a habit of doing that. It tells you a lot about Devontae Parker that he goes out and has this kind of sure. season. And the, the the Miami Dolphins, we know what Flores said to Mika Fitzpatrick: "If I want you here, and if you want to be here, I want you here as well." He they clearly want him there, and that's why I feel like he 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 earned. Comeback Player of the Year. Albeit, there's a lot of players who deserve it who came off injuries.
0: That's why I think it's going to be... I don't understand what you're saying with the whole coming back, having a better season thing, but usually the league does reserve that for injuries, especially season-ending injuries early in the year. That's why I think it'll be Jimmy G.
1: I mean, the likelihood, it it probably would be Jimmy G, but I just looked into the numbers. I looked at everything. It's like, something tells me... Something tells me that, that Devontae has a good shot at getting this award. And now we're probably going to look at, like I told you before, there wasn't a lot of defensive options to look at. And I tried. I looked. Not a lot. But next year, I think there's one candidate we're going to look at. Derwin James.
0: If you ask Kansas City Chiefs fans, Devontae Parker is their MVP. <laughs> their comeback <laughs> player of the year.
1: I would, I would venture a guess to say I would agree with that.
0: All right, something... Think. That's very very surprising to me.
1: Not not my picks.
0: No. The fact Jason Garrett might still be back as the coach of the Dallas Cowboys and to start the 2020 season. I have nothing against Jason Garrett. We've talked about this before. I actually feel kind of bad for him because in Jerry world, he cannot coach. He just has to be Jerry Jones's puppet. I don't even I don't even dislike Jerry Jones, honestly. I just think the way he handles his team is foolish because if he wants to win, he spends all that money. It's not going to work the way he does it. That's proven. That's not me guessing or just being hard on him. That is, been proven over time ever since Barry Switzer's last Super Bowl appearance with them. They have won, like, what, two playoff games, if that? Yes. And he just he does not see. If you're looking for a problem over and over and over again, and you can't find it, chances are the problem is you. There's yeah. a common denominator there. Dallas Cowboys don't reach the playoffs with X. Jerry Jones is involved. With Y, Jerry Jones is involved. With Z, Jerry Jones is involved. Jerry Jones. Alright, couldn't be me. It's gotta be somebody else. I mean get a GM, back off, enjoy being rich, and watch your team, let someone else run it.
1: Yeah. I tell the successful team to do it. Yeah.
0: Jason Garrett, it,
1: you let football people huh. run the football operation. That's all you do. I mean, he has given Jason Garrett a lot of rope. Nine years. We don't count. Yeah, I, it I don't, feels like about 30. Well, I mean, it's 10 years, but 2010 was interim coach. He's won the, the division three times. He's made the playoff three times. So if he hasn't won, they haven't won the division. They haven't been in the playoffs. No. You got do? You, do you count eight and eight as a winning record?
0: No, it's five hundred.
1: So, got yeah, no, no, no. Four four years, four years with a winning record.
0: Yeah, out of ten. Oh. Man.
1: Yeah, and 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 one and done. When they were thirteen and three. 13 and three in 2016 what and done gone yep and then they, they haven't made it past the divisional game it's it's I the the proof is right there he's not good enough and you have a talented team
0: the problem is Jerry not go. Jason I would say if you get a better coach, you could put Bill Belichick, no, you can't. Kyle problem. Shanahan, uh Harbaugh. I don't say Jim or John because I always get them confused. So I just say Harbaugh. It's, it's John. John, okay. Nice. Jim's, Jim's in Michigan. I thought so. I always I get them confused, I, got, and I, I don't want to be an a hole about it and get to give.
1: I got you. Call the guy the wrong thing. Yeah, I got
0: you. You can put any of those guys down there. They're not going to win.
1: And you can't put you can't put any of those guys because they 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 want some semblance of control. Or an agreeable person at GM. Well, right, can,
0: we're 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 fantasy booking here. Like it's not real. I'm just saying. I
1: know, like, but do you if 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 and like I said last episode, I hope some of these young prospects don't get this job. But if you put one of these young head coaching prospects and say this is your, if you put Lincoln Riley in Dallas, I think you're looking at a playoff team with this. Obviously, take out Amari Cooper because he's not. He's not going to be bad. No. You bring in another receiver because you ha- because unfortunately you have a decent pick because you screwed up and couldn't beat the Eagles. You put Lincoln Riley in there, I think you're going to see a double-digit win team. And a double-digit win team, because I don't care what the Eagles do, they're not going to fix their wide receiver woes in one offseason. You'll beat them. And you don't, you don't have to worry about the Redskins because they're the Redskins. And the Giants are probably two, two, two years away.
0: Don't sleep on the Ron Rivera led Redskins.
1: It's not Ron Rivera, it's the team itself. I think he needs I think he needs at least one offseason to do a Brian Flores, Matt Patricia kind of thing where he's just gonna sure. clean out the crap. I
0: don't think they're gonna win the division next year, but I think I think he's gonna be real good for that team.
1: But I think you insert one of these young offensive coordinators who can be a little bit more creative with the offense, with Dak. Zeke, you can see a ten-plus win team, and take advantage of some of these teams, especially in your division, who are kind of lost. Your L.A. Rams, I think, are a little going to be a little bit lost. Yeah. Your Chicago Bears, I think, they're a lot lost.
0: Well, I know who the Rams are. They're going to be at the bank getting those checks for all the players. Players are overpaying.
1: Oh, but if you ask Les Snead, the GM of the Rams, not concerned at all.
0: No, he thinks they're great decisions he made.
1: Um, he agrees with the optics that um, it looks bad.
0: Because it is less. But it is bad. It is.
1: I mean, I will cede a little bit to him that he knows a heck of a lot more about capology than I do.
0: Oh, absolutely. And football in general, probably. But
1: But let me read you an interesting stat. They have a league high. million dollars in salary cap allocated to five of their top player uh paid players
0: this is a team that didn't make the playoffs mind you
1: five players so you take another 90 million and pay the rest of your team do you think that's gonna be enough and he's relying. I mean,
0: maybe to compete in the NFC East.
1: But then he's relying on also the increase to go from 180, 180, 188 million to two hundred million.
0: Even that's not valid. You're gonna have to pay Jalen Ramsey.
1: I mean, yeah, you have to pay. Yeah, you have to pay. You have to. Pay they didn't Jaylen just Ramsey. trade
0: two first two first round picks for him. They didn't just trade that to not sign him to a long term deal. Exactly. If that's and the it, case, they could have kept their defense intact, kept Marcus Peters, paid somebody else, and been in probably a much better spot.
1: I equate this, and I'm going to use an analogy that uh, you might not be familiar with, but um, it, it kind of correlates. A few years ago in hockey, uh, when they did this, when they did the striking, they came back. The Bruins had this thought that the salary cap was going to be X, so they're going to play all these players Y, but the salary cap's going to go up, so they're going to be able they're going to have a little cushion. Guess what happened? It didn't happen. It didn't have that quite cushion that they were expecting and each year because of what happened there they've had to kind of nickel and dime and 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 move some stuff around or eat salary cap or sit on a player and again the salary cap hasn't increased the expectation that they they have each year you can't expect the salary cap to go up to x you can project it as much as you want but you can't rely on a 12 million dollar difference to be able to play, what three, four players? Mm-hmm. It may, it may, it may work out for him on that, but I don't see it.
0: And here's the thing: all this is coming to light because of the Jared Goff deal. Yeah, Todd Gurley, okay, maybe. You no, know, Todd Gurley was great in his rookie year, and then he had the Jeff Fisher era. Yeah. Soon as Sean McVay comes in. Knows how to use Todd Gurley. Whole new player. Right. Just stud. Number one overall pick in fantasy drafts. Yeah. Wins people championships. Feared by defenses. Then they sign him to an extension, and his knee starts acting up. But you still see flashes of that same player.
1: But if you ask them, it's not an injury concern.
0: Well, I mean, they can say it all they want, but, I mean, numbers and and what you you see on the field doesn't lie. Okay, I can even – Aaron Donald – Aaron Donald contract? Okay. He's a game changer. I mean, he was, He's a monster. He might be the strongest man in the NFL.
1: There was an argument for MVP last year.
0: Absolutely, and deservedly so. He's up there with uh, guys like Khalil Mack, yeah. who can just change a game. A t- J.J. Watt, just, just their presence and how they play can change a game. No problem there. Other people were going to give those two players those contracts if the Rams didn't. Right. Nobody was giving Jared Goff four for one forty. No. Nobody. No chance in hell he got that contract from anybody else. You may have seen four for I don't know, maybe like one ten. And I mean, maybe a little more than half of that, sixty-five guaranteed or so. Right. You're not getting one forty with a hundred and ten guaranteed. That is so ridiculous. For a guy, like you said, who needs his Banky in the shape of Sean McVay because he can't run a team by himself without McVay translating what he's seeing for him, it's, it's, it's just asinine. It,
1: it, and it's the truth. It's not – this is not – if you're a Rams fan, this is not, you know uh,
0: – I don't dislike Jared Goff. axe
1: to grind or anything. I don't
0: dislike the Rams. I have nothing against them. I'm just saying what I see as far as right. the numbers go. It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: It does. It doesn't help – your team to pay that much money to your quarterback who is not good enough to get you over the edge. Right. He needs to be able to take an eight and eight team and he should give you a ten and six record. Like you need to get two to three point three two to three wins over what you would would normally project with an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean maybe I'm going a little over the top with um this analogy, but Tom Brady gets you. Tom Brady gets you nine wins a season. Bill will get you two to three wins. You're in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and
1: and the proof is every year they're in the playoffs.
0: Same with uh, like a, a Breeze.
1: And yeah, Breeze and a, and a Sean, yeah. Sean Payton. A healthy Breeze gets you nine nine wins. I'd say nine, eight to nine wins. Mind you, I'm doing this off the cuff.
0: It was the same with Peyton Manning and anybody who coached him. Right. <laughs> I mean,
1: like, uh, Peyton was probably a little different. With you know, I mean, he had Tony Junge, and then he had, I think Chuck. Uh, oh no, had, uh, Jim Caldwell, and then he went to Denver, and he had uh, Fox, and yeah, who was the one he won the Super Bowl with? Fox. Was, oh, uh, Kubiak.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Fox. with Kubiak. That's right. Yeah,
1: um, that's more of a a guy being a little, a lot more. Than what the coach is, right? Um, and then you could probably make the argument. Maybe down the road, you can make the argument for Pete Carroll right now, and, and Russell Wilson. Sure, Russell gets you eight wins. Pete probably gets you three to four because of the way he coaches.
0: Dak Prescott and Jason Garrett. Wait, sorry, no no, 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 sorry, no, my bad. Back up the train a little
1: bit. We're we're not there yet.
0: We've already finished our Jason Garrett segment for the show, right?
1: Um, you you need more out of your quarterback than than hoping and praying that he sees the right read or. You have to get that read in time to him so he can see it. It doesn't work. It does not work in the NFL if you have to play Puppet Master from the sideline. It just doesn't work. I am sorry.
0: You paid Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers money, Russell Wilson money, Tom Brady and Drew Brees money in their prime, Peyton Manning money in his prime, and he is not anything resembling any of those players. Not even close. And you have screwed your franchise because the, the the guaranteed money is so massive you're not gonna cut him and just take a hit for a season. Like you're stuck with this guy now. You now have to make the best of the situation on top of still signing other players to long term deals who you've made massive investments in like Jalen Ramsey trading two first round picks. You can't justify trading for him right. and then not signing him to a long term deal.
1: I mean you basically paid you you paid Jared Goff about eight million, almost eight million more than Carson Wentz because he got to a super got to his Super Bowl. Right. Mind you, you're paying the sixth highest paid guy, contract wise, not AAV, in Aaron Donald. And now you're paying you have the eighth highest paid guy in Jared Goff. I mean, you, I mean, you can correlate that you know you can get on the Atlanta Falcons for having the biggest contract in, in in Matt Ryan, but he's done a little bit more with different coaches
0: over a longer period of time, right?
1: And you are going to pay Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack. I mean, even in a season where that offense was just atrocious, he still had a representable t- season. Did he have more impact last year? Absolutely, but he still had somewhat of an impact right. this year. And, and and Russell Wilson is, is the third highest paid. I mean, that, that's a given. It's just a given. So I think I, think I can summarize it like this. The Rams need to reassess their offensive offensive playbook. Who's included in it and who's not? Because guess who's coming up next offseason? Cooper Cup, yeah. Are you going to pay him?
0: Robert Woods can't be far behind.
1: Um, not too far behind, but no. he's also a little bit higher in the age.
0: Well, yeah, he won't be exact. He won't be as pricey. But you're not going to be able to afford Cooper Cup if you sign Jalen Ramsey. There's no and, way.
1: And 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 I get it. There's probably I think there's there's outs in Gurley's contract uh, before his years are up. There's outs in, in Aaron Nuttall. There's outs in Jared Goff. There's even outs in Brandon Cooks contract when they signed him when they traded for him. That's not the point. It is and, and, and again your point, Jalen Ramsey. You need to have the money to allocate to all these players. You can't pay six players upwards. Probably it's gonna cause what's his name Ramsey's gonna be up there. Although they're factoring in Ramsey in this in this projection or this uh, allocation. But it's going to go up. It's going to have to. It's going to go up. Because he's not going to put... If it's a fifth-year option next year, which I have to look into that, Um, he wants a contract extension. And if they're projecting his dollar amount to market value, we don't know if that's going to be accurate. Right. Because he could look at the offer he gets with them Rams and say, no. well, in a few days, I'll be a free agent to the entire league. And I'll have people... Knocking at my door saying, Here, here's the highest paid, here's the highest contract for a quarterback in the league.
0: And do
1: you not think he will take that?
0: Of course he will. That's what he's about.
1: I mean, you're looking at Landon Collins got six for 84, and he's a safety. Yeah. Do you, do you not think he will get more than that? Xavier Howard is the highest paid corner in the league contract wise. 5 for 75, and I think you got that this You're, you're see Ramsey
0: or... get like 5 for 90.
1: Yeah, 5 I for mean, 90. Like, I mean, I he might even – would you be shocked if he pushed it to 5 to 100?
0: I would be. Just he, it's, it's, such a, it's such a difference between the current biggest contract and being a $100 million contract. Oh, I get that. I get that. I mean, but... if it was a seven-year deal, maybe, but you just don't sign corners for that long.
1: But well, I just, I just think he, he, he would be one. If there's going to be somebody, he's going to push it. And I get well, it. he'll push for it. I just don't think he'll get it. I, I get that's like 16 million more uh, than the highest paid secondary player in Landon Collins.
0: But, but seeing the way Les Snead just likes to go to the ATM and hand players money, I mean, just, there, you, there you go. He may right just there. offer him Jared Goff money. Who knows? And then you know, Jalen Ramsey can play quarterback too.
1: And and if and, and if Jalen, I'll, I'll end with this because I'm sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> breaking the point. If less need comes to him with a five and seventy-six, let's say, and that'll be that'll make him the highest paid player, I, I, corner, corner, not player, corner. Do you not see him saying, "I want five and a and he'll take it all the way to the deadline? Of course, he will. Beginning of free agency, yeah, and then find another team.
0: Probably would. I don't Sn- doubt it.
1: Snyder, Jones. I know I know the Cowboys are kind of a little...
0: Yeah, you can't afford him.
1: But do you not see him making a stab? And I see Daniel Snyder making that. Cut J- Cut Josh Gordon, sign Jalen Ramsey, five-year, 100?
0: Possibly. I mean, I don't I just, know.
1: Crazier things have happened.
0: Sure, I, I don't know. I just don't. I just think he
1: needs to reassess yeah. how he's dealing out this money.
0: But, I mean, again, just to say face, he, he traded two first-round picks plus for him. And they he have needs, to resign him. He
1: needs to find a way to get yeah. somebody to get this money elsewhere because he's going to have no offensive line.
0: Let's talk about some teams that are actually in the playoffs, though. Yes, we will. Some pretty intriguing games this weekend. Yes. Do you think, of, of the four games, we had uh, Tennessee at New England, Buffalo at Houston, Seattle at Philadelphia, and then the Vikings at New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Of those four games, how many of the home teams do you think actually have the advantage? How many road teams do you think could actually pull out a win?
1: So I think I think three, three teams have the advantage on the road. And I'm not going to give away all my projections, but I'm leaving hev- leaning heavily to maybe uh, going three for three on that. And I'll Who, in, who's the outlier? Uh, uh, the the Minnesota Vikings against the Saints. I think that's the outlier. I think that's a that's that's going to be an easy a, a breeze victory. Yeah. For the Saints, I know. I don't, yeah. Terrible pun attempt. And I don't
0: uh, even know what qualifies as a pun, but we can just as as so you can say face Yeah. It, it,
1: I think that's the easy one to pick. Um, one I think I need to highlight is Seattle versus Philly okay we know we know my history with Philly I'm down on them as a you team
0: love Carson Wentz
1: hate him with a passion of, of a thousand sons
0: it's a little dramatic
1: I think it's I think it's needed I think Seattle because the problem is that Seattle is going into Philly with a banged up running back I think they'll be able to get over that with the about the ability to destroy that second
0: they have Turbin they're good
1: Charbon's not the answer. In fact, he didn't play last week.
0: Yeah, well, there goes that theory.
1: They played uh, Homer and uh, Marshawn, which is probably why they lost, because they didn't have a suitable running back to carry the load. Because only Marshawn played 15 to 20 snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Seattle's going to be have enough on offense, and they'll be able to stop Philly's offense enough. Now, the factor, it the X factor, is not... Ertz. It's not Dallas Goddard. It's not Carson Wentz. It's not Nelson Aguilar if he plays. Which, by the way, I found out um, Alshon got put on IR a few weeks ago. That's why I didn't see him on the oh, makes injury sense. report. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, um, it's none of those players. The one, the one X factor for the Philadelphia Eagles is Miles Sanders. And Absolutely. And in the passing game and the running game, if he can be dynamic enough to push them over the edge, then they'll win. But I don't think he's going to have enough in the tank because I think they've kind of put a little too much on him.
0: I don't think the players around him have enough to make him fully as valuable as he could be because if you had good receivers, who healthy receivers, not good, healthy receivers and healthy tight ends, then they have to respect the pass which is going to make Miles Sanders a lot more dangerous when you know he's really the only weapon you have out there. Yeah. Uh, sorry, as good and dynamic as the kid is, and as bright a future as I think he has, I don't think he's going to be enough even against a incredibly banged up Seahawks offense.
1: I, the only thing, the only thing that if, if there was one player I could say, if you had this one, you'd be really good shape, and that'd be Deshaun Jackson. If you had him, he 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 takes the top off the defense Absolutely. still at his age. And I'll put this point out cuz you know you know Deshaun Jackson's injury history, he's not the fit of a fitness as far as staying out of the training room. There's another gentleman that got signed this offseason who would have costed a little bit less and is as much of a deep threat as Deshaun, now not as consistent. That's John Brown.
0: Yeah. And he's still playing. Absolutely. Hell, Very well.
1: Now, he had a decent season with an underwhelming quarterback. But imagine him instead of Deshaun Jackson. You probably still have him. He's probably still playing. And now you're taking the top off the of defense, and now Miles Landers is a little more open and free. Maybe it gives you an extra one win over the garbage that ha- Philly has been treading through in wide receiver.
0: So you think, you think the three teams aside from Minnesota, or the three road teams are going to win this weekend? Yes. Mm. Yes. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you on two of those.
1: I understand that that I'm putting my my team in a predicament. Yeah, but yes,
0: I'm going to go with you on two of those. Okay. I think the Seahawks beat the Eagles, and I, I I'm going to dive a little bit more into Buffalo and Houston in a moment. Uh, As bad as the Patriots have looked at points this season, I have to see somebody on this current run. We talked about last episode, the 2009 rebuild and come back up. Ever since they reestablished dominance, they're a different team in the playoffs. They just are. That's not me being a homer. That's a fact. Look at their their history. You're going to have to have somebody come in and beat them. For me to believe it. And I know they lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I know they didn't win every year. I'm not saying that. But as bad as they can look in a regular season, they looked really, really bad. They had some horrendous losses last year in a regular season. Yep. And as soon as that postseason kicked in, all of a sudden guys who were underutilized were used just right. Everything synced up. The defense even looked better. I'm going to have to see that not happen to believe it won't happen. So even though I said all those great things about Tennessee, and I mean all those great things about Tennessee – I still think the Patriots pull it out. I don't think they dismantle them by any means, but I- I'm going to have to go two out of three on the road teams winning this weekend. Okay. Speaking of this weekend, Banker Tank playoff start. Correct. Now, it's not actually – we don't really know what else to call it because, I mean, it's not traditional Banker Tank like it is during the regular season. It's a little more in-depth. Well, yeah, a little more in-depth, but uh, just for the sake of fun, yeah, we're going to still call it Banker Tank because, you know. It's catchy. We like that name. It's catchy, yeah. So, all of our picks will be posted for all of you to see. However, we, and for, for you know, just out of respect for time and not having this be a two-hour episode, we're not going to go through every single pick in detail. Ben and I have each chosen one game, and we're going to give you the winner, the final score, the leading passer, leading rusher, and leading receiver of yep. that respective game, maybe a brief explanation why. And then the rest of them will be posted online. And that's kind of the format you follow. All four games. Give us all five picks for each game. You get them right, you get points. Yep. So.
1: I would even say, as a side note, if you wanted to do a a word processor, I'm not going to, like, detail in the names, but whatever word processor you use, if you wanted to do that format and either upload it on the post or take a screenshot and set it on the post instead of sitting there
0: yeah that works too yeah on a
1: little on 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 a little comment screen try to type out everything and you know try to figure it out that way i mean it's easy with banker tank because it's kind of like boom 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 you can just do it all in one kind of one column this might be a little more a little more difficult for you to do um i know it would be easier for me to look at a screenshot instead of a um A long, drawn out line, a column of of picks. It'll be more neater. Um, I'll show when when I'm going to post it. I'll show you what I'm going to do. And you know, you can do whatever you want. Uh, I'll take. I'll record everything. Remember,
0: if we can't read it or understand it, we can't count it. Right. So
1: and you, you need to play by the context of the rules. So I will start. All right. Who do you got? Um, so I'm going to pick Seattle... Uh, the, I'm going to do Seattle versus Philly game. Okay. So, obviously, I'm picking Seattle. Right. I'm going to take them 28-26. Oh, close game. Nail-biter. Close game. Passing, the leading passer is going to be Russell Wilson. Okay. The leading rusher is going to be Miles Sanders. All right. The leading receiver will be Tyler Lockett.
0: I can see that. I have a lot of those same... Uh, pretty pretty similar there. Actually, it's... actually. Identical, except for the final score. <laughs> All right. I went with the Bills at the Texans. Mm-hmm. As we've stated many times, depends which Texans team shows up. and That's the problem. Yeah. So for that reason, I am going to choose the Bills as the victor of this game. 27-24, really close game. Could be a last-second field goal. Leading passer, Deshaun Watson. Leading rusher, Devin Singletary. Leading receiver, John Brown. My Joel, oh, not Hopkins? He's disappeared due to game plan issues, not talent. So many times this year. So, it's going to be Brown. I think, you know, if Josh Allen can find it in himself to put the ball anywhere yeah. within a four-yard vicinity of John Brown instead of 20 yards over his head, he could do some good things. And,
1: and- in the playoffs, they do allow a little bit more. When I say a little bit more, I mean a little more grabbing, a little more hands with the receivers and corners. He's going against travis Like, Tredavious White will be on DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Much like Stephon is on DeAndre. He will be on – and and even though Stefan uh, Gilmore is a physical corner and gets very handsy and runs routes – probably sometimes better than the receivers. Tredavious is a big boy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: he is not going to stand down to DeAndre. I can see him shutting him down. And I don't mean shut down like, oh, you know, four for 56 or 70. No, I see DeAndre possibly getting a donut.
0: Wow. That's, that's Tredavious kind of a stretch. Is, he's good. Yeah, oh, I know. White's well, no joke, but.
1: We've talked about this. That's the next. That's the next Buffalo Bill corner that's going to get paid, not in Buffalo.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, because they just don't seem to pay good players to stay there long term.
1: Right. Um. I agree with. Honestly, outside of Watson, we don't. uh, Watson and the and the the Buffalo Bills. We don't agree on a lot of that.
0: No. Well, you will be able to see all of our predictions online. Ben is so kind to upload them. Mm -hmm. And then, please, please, we encourage you to join us and put your picks up in the formats that Ben and I have just suggested. Yep. We also invite you to let us know what you think of today's show, whether you have an issue or agreement with any of our predictions, our Jason Garrett talk, our criticism of the Rams, and our playoff uh, predictions. And, Ben, where can they do that?
1: Well, for the... Playoff Banker Tank. Obviously, we want you. We would like you to go on the post on Facebook, Ben and Chris Talk Football. Um, that's where everything will be. Um, I encourage you to follow us on Instagram. As, as you know, I will put more content on the Instagram page than the Facebook page. Uh, that's Ben underscore Chris Talk Football. Um, uh, I encourage you to go to the Facebook page for the post uh, to put your picks in. Um... If you're hearing this and you don't have Facebook and you would like to put put one in, I would say you can put it on IG, but I encourage you for now, put it on Facebook. And then we're on Twitter as well. That's Ben Chris Talk, F, Talk F-O-1.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, for Ben, I am Chris, and we hope you had a safe, happy, and healthy New Year, and we will see you right back here Tuesday morning.
1: Thank you.